Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I am your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about the things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut and talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to the village. On this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, we're talking about mindset and the fact that your mindset really matters. It makes an impact on everything you're trying to accomplish. And it really hit me over the weekend. So I woke up Sunday extremely determined. I was determined to pick myself up and dust myself off and start all over again, which I think is a song or something from a musical, if I remember correctly, but I can't remember which musical it was. Um, And I was determined to deliver and serve knowing that I have a message, I have a process, I have an ability to help others. And I just, I don't know, I was just plain determined. And I have to say, the journey over the last few years has been quite interesting. So those of you who've been listening to me know, I left corporate America at the end of 2017 to start on this entrepreneurial journey. And I have no doubt that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at this time. I am excited and creative and energized like I hadn't been in many, many years. And the opportunity to meet and work with and help so many of you and engage in dialogue that is forward thinking and is moving and is positive generating is just more than I could even have imagined. But even with that, I still go through seasons seasons of doubt or uncertainty, and seasons of creative just desolation. Like I wake up and think, how come I can't get an idea out of my brain this morning? It's just maddening. It's just yucky. But then Sunday, it really hit me. It is just a season. It's just a season. And knowing that it's just a season and that seasons pass, And this one finally seems to be passing, thank goodness. All of that just kind of cleared the fog away for me and reminded me of what I tell you guys all the time. We always have a choice. And in this instance, the choice is about mindset. Choosing what we focus on, choosing our perspective, because it's all a matter of perspective, and choosing our response to what we're feeling and what we're seeing. Our mindset influences these choices. And it's actually a key component of success, whether you are in corporate, you're in a nonprofit, you're in education, you're running your own business, whatever it is, you're staying at home, whatever it is, your mindset is a key component of success, however you define success. If you look at top athletes, if you look at cutting edge inventors, at some point when you talk to these people, they always talk about mindset being a part of their achievement. That real, like deep down, unshakable belief that success was not only possible for them, but it was absolutely inevitable. They were going to make it happen. That the achievement was so epic. How could they not pursue it? It just wasn't even a thought in their process not to try what they were going after. It's the mindset of success. The idea that all things are possible if we desire them enough and we work hard enough to get them. Now, I can't be all Pollyanna about this, and that may be dating myself because many of you may not know who Pollyanna is, Um, but I may be kind of 
really so glass half full and rose colored glasses. And I don't want to be that way because having the right mindset really is hard work. And it's especially proving to be hard right now because of all this turmoil we're all going through. In the midst of all this social and economic unrest, we're still expected to keep moving. With the threat of lost wages and and people are losing their homes and getting evicted, and we're still expected to have hope. And even with the uncertainty around schools and how are we gonna educate our kids and how are people gonna go back to work and still have their kids at home and are they gonna have jobs to return back to? we're still expected to just keep living our lives, you know, bootstrap it, right? Just pick yourself up. But none of this stuff we're doing is easy, not a single bit of it. Because change is difficult on a regular basis. But when you have, as my friend Leela said this morning, a trifecta of transformative challenges, managing all that change all at once seems absolutely impossible. It's like a perfect storm. And yet, We have to find a way to manage through it all. And that comes down to mindset. For those of you running businesses, this idea of mindset really goes beyond strategy and tactical setup, which I talk about a lot. The mindset is the very basis of how you show up every day. If your your mindset is shaky, then the mindset of your employees is going to be shaky because they're following you. You are giving them the lead. So if you're constantly talking about how bad the business is doing and how you may not make it and you're not quite sure what you're going to do and or, oh, man, the competition, they're still doing okay, but they're lying about prices or they're undercutting. They're getting stuff that should have been ours or they're not doing the right thing. And because we operate a different way, we're not going to win. Now, you may be doing these things because you actually believe them, which is a whole different conversation, or it may just be you're overwhelmed And it's just reflective of what you're feeling. But this mindset of scarcity and victimhood can just pervade the culture and undermine any chance that you have of succeeding. Because if you're running a business and you've got team around you, you need the team to be 100% in lockstep with where you're going. And if you are in doomsday mode, they will be too. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be transparent with your people. You got to be transparent. You got to be honest. You got to operate in integrity and they should know how the business is doing. And you should know that they know how their success ties to the business success, that what they do is really important to the business moving forward and helping them understand how the different levers move and what's going on in the market. That is important stuff to do. However, as the old saying goes, they don't necessarily need to see how the sausage gets made. They don't need to know everything, but they need to know that there's a direction, that there's an understanding of what needs to happen and that you are confident that things are going to be okay. So understanding what information to share and more importantly, how to share it is a key piece of your success as a leader. And if your mindset is overruling your judgment, you are going to damage your reputation as a capable leader. That's just a fact. Your emotions are real, they are valid, and you're absolutely allowed to have them. You should have them. You should acknowledge them. You should own them. Sometimes you just need to sit in them and wallow, have an adult beverage or two. But what's also real is the mindset that says you must be discerning where information sharing is concerned. Not dishonest, but discerning about what you share and how you share it. 
Because at the end of the day, you do still have a business to run and you need your team to help you do that. And now along those same veins, if you're just flowing your way through your career, your mindset will either be your Thor's hammer or your Achilles heel. If you stay in your emotions all the time, you're inviting self-sabotage. And that sabotage serves to further solidify a negative mindset. All of that head trash you're giving yourself like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Your mindset is what helps you decide what's true and what's worth paying attention to and what's not. And if your mindset is one of lack or I'm unworthy or I'm incompetent or, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't do that or I didn't know that, you're setting yourself up for those things to be true. So each of us has to step back and look at our mindset and ask ourselves a key question. Is this narrative I'm giving myself true? And if it is, well, then what am I doing to understand it, to own it, to manage it, and ultimately, if necessary, to correct it? But if it's not true, then why am I allowing myself to follow that narrative? Why am I allowing that narrative to inform my behavior and to tell me that I'm not capable or I'm not skilled and to impact how I perform. Why? And if you're stuck, what is it that's in your mindset that is supporting or even encouraging your lack of movement? And mindset is not always easy to change. Lord knows it's not easy. And some of us need extra help in the form of therapists and everything else. And, and believe me, when I'm talking mindset, I'm not talking about the deep seated issues around mental illness and imposter syndrome and dysmorphia kinds of things. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our basic mindset of how we move through every day. And while your mindset isn't always easy to change, it can be changed. You just have to be willing to challenge it, to really discern the truth and to act accordingly. And sometimes that action is simply owning that right now you might just need a minute. You might just need to wallow in being pitiful and being angry and being frustrated. As you guys have heard me say, I'm still in a place of frustration and anger and irritation. I've just moved it to a controlled burn where it is fueling activity. But I had to take a minute. I had to take a long several days worth of minutes to really acknowledge that, to own that, to sit with that fear and disappointment and anger and frustration and just sadness so that I could then come back to myself. And the same thing will happen to you. We are taught to kind of push through, push your emotions down, especially in corporate, push them down. Don't be emotional. Don't be overly dramatic. But when we constantly do that, we don't acknowledge our whole selves, number one. And we aren't able to understand those emotions in a way that we can put them in the right place and use them to fuel our action use them to inform and to understand our experiences because they are valuable. Those emotions are valuable. So if you need to take a minute to manage your mindset, take that minute. I've even gone so far in meetings with teams to say, you know, I am not in the right headspace today. I am here. I am present and I am listening, but understand that there's a lot going on and I may not be my normal patient self. It's not you. There's just a lot going on. And that initial acknowledgement of what I know my team was seeing, validating that for them actually put them at ease. And it gave me some comfort to say, 
I'm never going to be ugly. I'm never going to be disrespectful, but I may not be nearly as patient or as communicative as I would be on a normal basis. And it's good for people to understand that so that, you know, both of you know how to move forward or all of you know how to move forward. With all of that, I just want you to understand that neither a mindset of scarcity nor, or, or lack sometimes it's called, nor a mindset of abundance or possibility is fundamentally better or worse than the other. In fact, most of us have a little bit of both, at least I know I do, at any given time in any given situation. That's just kind of how we exist. Those, those absolutes are extremely rare. But what's important about mindset is that you don't live permanently in those extremes. That's where we really move into those situations of anxiety and depression and, and those kinds of things is when we are permanently in mindsets of scarcity or lack or where we get so egotistical and move to narcissism where we're in that mindset of extreme possibility and ownership and, and entitlement. And understand that many of us walk this line all the time, right? That line between scarcity and possibility. And some of that is because of the way we're wired or the way we're raised. And some of it is because of experience. So for me, I tend to walk that line all the time because I have experience in things like accounting, right? My undergrad is in accounting and I've got a business, an MBA, but I also did a lot of work in consulting around risk management where you had to think about what is everything that could possibly get in the way of your objectives. And then I'm in human resources where it is incumbent upon you to think about possibilities and everyone has talent and everyone has value. So managing those two where you have to understand what could possibly go wrong so you can plan for it, but at the same time having compassion and understanding because people are people, that's a fine line to walk and a fine, a crazy balance to have. But you have to understand and plan for all of those things and understand that the balance is delicate and it's difficult and you won't be perfect at it. None of us is. But seeking that balance and seeking that knowledge and ownership and compassion for yourself around mindset is really important. And here's the deal. At the end of the day, remember that with all of this, good mindset, bad mindset, crazy mindset, calm mindset, mindset is a very powerful tool. It's extremely powerful. And if your mindset says you can't, then you won't. On the other hand, if your mindset says you can, then you will. So are you settling for a life of desperation or are you willing to fight for a life of determination? What are you willing to do to fulfill your purpose and find peace? And I encourage you to align your mindset with whatever that is, because arguably there is no stronger, more competent ally than your own mind. And that's the Rutledge perspective for this episode. I'd love to know what mindset you're choosing today and what tools you have to manage your mindset. Go out and make it a good one. And I'll catch you on the next episode. You have been listening to the Rutledge perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please give us a five-star rating. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com slash podcast, and you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. 
Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along. Thank you for tuning in.